Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, last week we were discussing uh, our health. And like Ms. Todd just said, you know, not only our physical health, but also our spiritual health. And you're going to see how we start pulling that together. And I said, you know, it's great to be healthy. It's great to stay in motion. And I said, you know, a strong faith is going to be in motion. Is that a, is a good place to say amen? Because I really believe you just don't stay there. You know, like if you think about this, I'm, I'm not a big boat guy, but I think I can use an analogy even when I can't swim with that. Everybody laughing out here? No, I can't swim. So if you see me out somewhere and I'm doing this, I'm not joking. I'm going down, y'all. But you know, I noticed a little bit. I've been on boats. They don't usually just sit there very long. They will drift, they'll move, and they'll drift, and they'll move. So if we're not active in our faith, and the world's the ways of the world are still bringing that wake into our life, we're going to move. We're going to move, right? We just can't say, oh, I went to church one time and I'm good. You know? Let me clarify that. You can give your life to the Lord and you're good and you're saved and you're secure. But guess what? God wants to grow you into that healthy Christian so that you can be a mirror of Christ. You can be a buoy for Jesus, you know, point somebody to Jesus, you know. And so with that being said, you know, there's a lot of things that I think we could cover today and a lot of analogies. And so we're going to part two. Are you healthy? And, uh, you know, how many know that life changes fast sometimes? I mean, it really does. I was sitting there thinking yesterday, I said, why did I know what yesterday's date was? Yesterday's date, why was yesterday's date? There's something happened. Three years ago, my dad passed away yesterday, right? Sometimes it seems like a real long time. Sometimes it just seems like, wow, he went to the store, you know? But through that, I look back over those three years and I say, man, look what God has done. Look what God has done. You know, do you miss those loves? Absolutely. But God had, had, had prepared my heart in a way to pull the good out of all those things, you know? And so when we're walking through some dark times, think back on the good and keep on moving forward because change is coming, right? Change is always coming. Now, if you're a person that doesn't like change, you get a little frazzled, right? How many people like change? Wow, that was better than I thought three people. Because most people, how many people don't really care for change? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a good point. It depends. Sometimes change is like, I need a change, right? But as a rule, you know, we, we like things comfortable. We like to know what's kind of coming down that deal. And, and when you're younger, you know, I, I hear this with Justin, this is just boring. But as you get older, you like boring. Don't <laughs> just say, that's good, I'm good. I don't need that's good, you know? But, you know, life does change. Things change. Uh, and we should change because we should be being more ah, cultivated our heart more towards the things of Christ as we grow into the Lord, right? Good deal. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I got some good stuff to share with you today. So we know life doesn't stand still. But the good part about knowing that God never changes gives us some great comfort. Amen. I think it'd be great comfort when everything else in the world is, is changing. We know that God never changes. That constant in our life. Well, let's go back to our scripture. We're still getting some gas mileage out of it. Yep. There we go. Tim, you driving now. I tell you what, Tim's back there. He's doing all. He's got the hallelujahs pumping. He's got the things going. I appreciate you, brother. But let's take a look. If you got your Bibles, we're going to be in Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. And it says this. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to the ones to one's whole body. 
Now, last week we started out on Are You Healthy? And you guys know from being around, I love when the Lord uh, shows me some stuff and we'll take a word that he's just really uh, just been unpacking on our lives and we kind of break that down. So um, if you weren't here last week, I'm going to just bring you up to date. I won't re-preach that and keep you all late for lunch, okay? Everybody said amen. But I want to bring you up to speed. So we took the H and the E and the A and we were talking about with the H we have hope in Christ. Are we hearing from God? And also, is our heart tuned to the things of the Lord? Amen? So that's where we're starting out with that. And then we rolled on into the E. Do we have our eyes on the Lord? Right? And are we encountering Christ each day? How many think that's a good thing? We should be encountering the Lord all the time. We're carrying him with us, right? You know, we should be seeking. I talked to my friend last night, like I said, and, and, and I said, you know, when you come to church, do you come expecting let me ask you that. When you came here today, did you come expecting to hear a word from, from God? Not from buddy, from the Lord. I pray that, that, that we are, as, as a servant, just that vessel to hear what God's got to say today. Amen? That's it. And I asked him, I said, do you pray for your pastor on the way to work, to school, to church? I'll get it in a minute. He goes, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a little, little Paul, see? That's what I always say. Y'all want somebody to pray? Hey, man, I pray that God's going to use our team today to usher in the presence of the Lord. I pray that my heart is open to what's going on. And, and this is not in here. Um, but we were talking about it. He says, you know, sometimes when, we, when we we're preaching and stuff, one of the, the things that I think maybe we put pressure on ourselves as pastors is I want to make sure that, that you get what you need and what you get what you need and she gets what she needs and, and I'm getting what I need and everybody's at different levels in their walk. But this is what the Lord showed me, right? How many know the scripture, John 3, 16? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And as I was talking to my friend last night, I said it really has to do with what you bring into the table. Because for the first time somebody's hearing that, for God so loved the world, they're like, man, I matter, Right? You know, maybe that's what they're getting. They're just hearing it for the first time. God loves me. God, it matter, you know, I matter to God. Man, I, when I give my life to the Lord, I'll have eternal life with Him. Now, somebody's been listening to that for a long time. We can have our hearts callous to that and go, yeah, I know that. Right? But see, if you come in with your heart cultivated, what you might hear is this. That love gives. Amen? That God loved me so much. You put yourself in the equation, Right? That he overcame the world for me. You start making it personal. You see what I'm saying? So what, what? we preached on this for two weeks. You can preach on this for two years, right? Because what I'm saying is as we mature in the Lord, don't think, yeah, I got that down. Let's move on. Ask the Lord to impart greater revelation and greater wisdom to you right where you are. And guess what? I know that he will. Because he desires for us to be trained up in the way we should go, right? He wants us to know him deeper and desire the things of God. Anybody got a desire for God today? Amen. Let's keep on rolling with this. So we're looking at this, and, and, and we, just, we just read that from Solomon and, and under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Now, why do you think he said what he said? You know, he says, my son, pay attention to what I say. We like our kids to be prepared, don't we? We like, we train them up. We want them to be good in society. We want, because we love them, right? We want them to be productive. We want them to be able to stand on their own two feet. Amen. Do we worry about them a little bit? Let's be honest. Yeah, we do. You know, but, but you know what? Can we entrust them to the Lord? Amen. 
He's faithful. Because there's a point when our kids go off to college or when they do what they're doing or when we're running from, from mom and dad and running from the Lord, we got to say, you know what? God, they've been yours anyway. That's a tough spot. You've entrusted these children to me. And so, Lord, help me to train them up in your word the best they can because I'm not going to be here forever, you know? And so even though if I'm gone or even though they may not be listening to me in a season of their life, Lord, let that, that word take hold of their heart. So that when they're out and they're doing something, that little nudge of the Holy Spirit say, I, think I, I don't think I want to do that. I can promise you that's, that's probably the only reason I never did any drugs. I was around. If you're a rock and roller, you are around that all the time. And, I'm not, and I've done plenty of that I ain't supposed to do, okay? But that one thing, God just would always bring that to me. Man, that would kill your folks. That would just take them out. And I was like, but then God would show me different things. And I go, it's robbing my friends. It's robbing their potential, you know? And that's just one area. But anytime we settle for anything less than God's best, guess what? The enemy tries to get a foothold, a chokehold. Anything else, and he'll keep you longer than you want to stay. He'll make you pay more than you got, and all those things. But the good news is, we have a rescuer in Jesus. Amen. We have a rescuer in Jesus. Does anybody believe that God will give you a fresh start today? Amen. Hands everywhere. Anybody believe that they might need a fresh start every now and then? Amen. Let's get a fresh start today, shall we? Let's keep on going. So we're going to jump in. We did the H. We did the E. We did the A. How about if we start with Tim? <laughs> we'll start with the L. I'll, I'll just give you the motion. Look at that. Mm, the other way. <laughs> there it is. Cool. So for the L, when I was praying over this, the Lord talked about life, love, and the Lord himself. And, and I asked this question when I was praying. I said, I wonder what, what people's definition is of life. When I talked to my friend last night, uh, I said, let me ask you a question. What does that mean to you? I'm going to give you just a second. What does that mean? Your definition of life. Think about that. All right. There was a time in my life, if you would ask me that question, I would probably answer something like this. Well, I like to leave things a little bit better than they are when I, when I came into them. You know, you come into a situation, try to help out, move along there. There was a time in my life I was going to say, let's see how much stuff I could get. You know? The stuff. Did anybody ever go through the stuff phase? Bigger house, bigger car, all that. You got to have three or four of those things. Guitars do not count. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm not teasing. I'm just teasing. Cars, we don't count that. You have guitars. No, that's good stuff. Oh, that's going to be a long ride home. But anyway, so there's different times in our life we go through different things that we may answer these things a little different. But guess what? Because we're still maturing, we're still growing and everything else. So I want you to hold on to whatever that definition of life is. There's a stage in my life that, you know what life's about? It's about family. Amen? It's about family. I like that. It's about friends. It's about, you know, doing the best you can. But see, sometimes in different situations, sometimes people just, oh, I'm just trying to make it. I'm just, I don't believe we got to be struggling and pulling the bricks all the time. There are some tough seasons in life. Anybody ever been through a couple? A year or two? Four or five? <laughs> Whatever? You know? But if you keep our, your eyes on the Lord... God will help us carry the load. Amen. He'll help us go in there. You know, and we're like, when is this going to change? When is this going to come around? You know what I mean? And so, you know what? I hope today that we see some breakthrough in our lives. Amen. 
Let's keep on going with this. All right. So I, I, when I wrote this down, I said, be sure to read. I said, do you, do you ever really think about this? Do we think about today's preparation for tomorrow's realization? Or do we let the past dominate our future? Do we enjoy today and savor every minute? I can tell you as a pastor going to hospitals and going to homes when people are probably drawn very near to meeting the Lord. They're not, they never ask for their checkbook. They never ask for their trophies. They never ask for their CDs. You know, they want to know more about the Lord and they want their family. See, when all that stuff stripped away, you're going to find out that definition right there. You're going to find out what that definition is when everything else is stripped away. Because it's not going to matter if you got another car or another house or none of these things. There's no problem with stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not preaching out against that. I'm just saying what really matters in your life. And you will find out as we go through and things change in our life, our perspective change because it should, because God is cultivating our heart and drawing us into that relationship more so that we're thinking and responding more like who? Jesus. Amen. Let's keep on going. Hit the Tim. So here we go. It says, where is God's word in your life? Now, we talk about this a lot of time. I said, you know, is, is it just something that we casually view and pick and choose? Or do we actively apply what God's showing us and make the adjustments in our life to live in the light of its truth? Do you have a love for God's word? I remember when I first got saved, after I prayed for the Lord to forgive me of my sin, I remember listening to a sermon and the man was talking, the preacher was talking, he says, do you have a burden for lost souls? Does it concern you if somebody doesn't know Jesus? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, I pray that we pray that the Lord will give us a burden on our heart for lost souls. I think that was one of the fastest prayers that the Lord ever answered for me. Boom! Because guess what? In case you ain't noticed, it concerns me if somebody doesn't know Jesus. Because as Christians, it should, because as Christians, we know if someone is not called on the name of the Lord, put their faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, and they die, they will spend eternity where? You could say it, hell, right? If we know that, and if we believe that, and we read just a little bit how bad that is, wouldn't we want to encourage people to know the truth? To know the truth. You can't make them choose. It's not about you making them choose. It's about anything else. But I do believe that God has called us, amen, the Great Commission to show them, teach them, and tell them about the Lord Jesus, amen. So it should concern us. And you know what? That's when we come in here and get filled up and we want to share with people. You do not have to beat people down with the gospel of Christ. But you know what? If you can show them the love of the Lord, let me tell you, God will take it from there. You say, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Well, you know what? As you have a love for the Lord's word, he's going to take that and cultivate it in our heart. And Holy Spirit is going to give us what to say when the time comes. Do you believe God's faithful? Amen. Do you believe God will fill your mouth? His word says he will. In that time. Think about that. How will God use you today? So where's God's word in your life? I want, I'm, I want to challenge us today. I want us to pray right now that God will give us a deep love for his word. Can we do that? Father God, I pray as we talk today as a church family, as you listen online, Lord, give us a love for your word. In Jesus' name. Didn't have to make it hard. Didn't have to do anything else. We're just asking, Lord, you know what? Help us 
to have that love. Because you know what has to happen? We got to get out of the equation. But God will flood your heart with that love. Amen. So that we can make a difference for others. Amen. All right. God's love for us is so great. You ever think about that? I mean, we say it. Oh, man, that's good. God's good. God's good. Boy, yeah, God's good. Sometimes we even say it like this. Yeah, God's good. When things are real bad, we're God's good. We're biting our lip. But is God good? Yes. All the time? Uh, and what's up? All the time? God's good. All right. You guys are doing all right. We're rolling. So, you know, when we're thinking about that, how does that apply to my health, you might ask? I said, having great understanding of God's love for you brings peace, comfort, forgiveness, and energy, and it sets the spiritual foundation for your life. It sets the spiritual foundation for your life. One more time. It sets the spiritual foundation for your life. Why'd you say it so many times? Because we sit in and listen and we read. And then when the storm comes, we question, does he really love me? I mean, I know he loved me yesterday because I was kind of a nice guy. But does he love me today? Because I really blew it. Does he, does he, because I, I didn't respond right. Because I know better, but I didn't do right. Let me ask you a question. Does he still love you? Remember when I talked, I, I won't go back to the whole thing, but when, for those that were here and listened last week, when I talked to the grandmother and the granddaughter, and we talked a little bit about unconditional love, and I said, would you love your granddaughter? If she, I mean, I know you love her if she gets all straight A's. She goes, yes, I do. I said, would you love her if she got all F's? And she didn't blink, but the little girl looked in on her grandmother's face, and she said, sure. In that instant, I could see in that little girl's face, maybe just a little bit, Grandma, you still going to love me? Did that mean give up? It doesn't matter. No. Does it mean her grandmother wants her very best for her? Absolutely. Don't you want the best for your friends and family? Absolutely. But sometimes we miss the mark. Anybody miss the mark? Right? Is it all right to start over again? Amen. Amen. I love that. I love that. So, what's going on with all that love that God has for us? Man, we can't get enough of it. Can you get enough of it? It's fresh. It's new all the time. Remember last week we were talking about encountering Christ each day. I pray that we encounter God each day. How do we do that? Maybe it's through prayer. Maybe it's through uh, worship. Maybe it's through praising the Lord. But you know what? Every day, set aside some time for the Lord. And when, when you get up... Don't, don't, you don't have to leave them there carrying with you, amen? On your job, when they say, you know, you need to do that and sweep up over here and all that, and you go, man, I don't want to do that stuff. Are you taking the attitude, I'm going to do that as, as unto the Lord? We had a job one time. I had a guy that just got saved. I led him to the Lord, and, uh, man, he went all in. I mean, he was all in. I'd look for him. He'd be up on the highest ladder. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm just praying, looking at the stars. I said, how long you been up here? It's daytime. You know, <laughs> he said, I'm just praying. He said, man, when he found out how much God loved him, it just started, it just started wrecking his life in a good way. Right. And uh, I work with some guys at this particular time. We say, hey, we got it. You know, we got this little cleanup detail. What do they do? Oh, man, why we got to do that? Man, oh, man, come on, man. Can't somebody, we got to do that today. Does anybody have that? So we got on this job and I turned to my friend who's been encountering Christ and I said, hey, man, we got to get this job. He said, good, let's do it. Let's shine. We can shine on this job. That's a different attitude. Uh, we got to do it today. Why? Because he was working unto the Lord. Amen. And I mean, I couldn't get the bags of trash over there 
Close enough. That's not something we always do. You can say, we don't do that. We push buttons. We operate this stuff to go through the moon. Guess what? <laughs> you better dump the trash on the space mobile or you're going to have some trouble, right? You got to clean up sometime. We got to humble ourselves, right? We got to get in there and do what we got to do. But isn't it great when you see somebody take the attitude like that and say, you know what? I don't care if I'm sweeping this floor. I don't care if I'm shining that window. I don't care if I'm parking cars and helping people in there. I'm going to do it just like I'm working for the Lord. Are you working for the Lord? Do you have our eyes and heart and, and life focused on that? Because you know what? When you start seeing the love of the Lord in you, right? When you realize that, others will see it in there too, amen? And guess what? God will draw people to himself through you. Does that sound like a good plan? Always is if God's in it. Let's hit it again. The Lord gave it all for us to have it all. You ever think about that? He didn't halfway go to the cross. He didn't halfway pay it. He didn't go, uh-oh, that buddy Chapman's going to be born in 1965. Woo! No. He said, you know what? Paid it all in full. All in full. That's good to know. I said, do you consider how great his sacrifice was for you? I said, when you do, you can't help but want to live. You ever think about that? Has anybody ever paid a fine or a debt or, 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 or took the hit for you? Somewhere along the line? Maybe a sister, a brother, or boyfriend, girlfriend, mom, dad, neighbor, somebody? Wow. They just stepped up to the place and say, I got it. But it wasn't their problem. But they said, but I, I, I'll take that. Man. Even on that level, you go, wow, I'll never forget that person. You probably know the person right now. You remember that day just as good as anything. Right? Or maybe it was you that stepped up. Now, multiply that to a infinity and beyond all right and, and think about what god has done for you every sin that you committed that you still haven't committed because he looks at the whole big picture he says i paid for it amen isn't that freeing isn't that love isn't that amazing so the lord gave it all for us to have it all I keep looking at this. I said, the love of the Lord brings life to your life. I said, if that makes sense. I said, what I'm saying is a life captivated by the Lord will produce fruit that is pleasing to the Lord. Amen. If your heart is captivated to the Lord, you guess what? You're going to bear good fruit. You're going to bear good fruit. And that's what I'm saying. As we stay healthy and do our thing, are we eating right? Talking about the word. Are we feeding on God's word? You know what I'm saying. So I look at that and I said, man, I said, the seeds of the word grow out of the heart that is fertile and rich. We need to let the richness of, the, of his love grow a healthy heart in us so that the truth of his goodness can be displayed to others. I said the truth of his word is powerful and full of abundance. Full of abundance. Because I'm going to tell you, when you get scared, it's a good thing to know the word, isn't it? So you can fight that enemy back. When that fear starts coming on you, man. What does it do? What does worry do for you? Nothing. I mean, really, tell me, if you can, one thing you worried about that worry helped. Do, 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 do. Nothing. I mean, really, if we could just flip that switch. I'm trying to help you flip that switch. Flip the switch. Why? If you can get anything out of it, positive, go for it. But we got all these people in here say it ain't never happened. I did a little research one time when I was doing a thing on worry. And I don't know how that they did these statistics, but I thought it was amazing. 
said like 70% roughly of the things that you worry about don't even come around. And 100% that you worry about didn't change a thing. <laughs> How about that? It really doesn't. Man, I hope it don't rain today. I hope it don't rain today. I hope it don't rain today. Oh, man, I hope it don't rain today. <laughs> What's that going to do? Right? I'd be doing a whole lot better off if I just said, Lord, you know what I got going on today? And I said, I pray it don't rain, but you know what? Not my will, but your will. Because maybe there's somebody somewhere else going, man, I need these flowers to grow. Maybe I need this plant to grow. I don't know. But see, when our hearts get cult cultivated by the love of the Lord, our perspective broadens on the things of God. Does that make sense? Because God starts giving us that revelation, knowledge, and wisdom of, of there's more going on than just me and you. Amen? There's more going on than just that trouble time. Anybody going through a tough spot right now? Just be honest. Okay? But I know that it's only for a season. Right? Now that season might be longer than I want. It might be shorter than, than I thought. But the thing that gets me through this is God never changes. Amen? And I'm going to do my very best because I got some awesome ministry partners and things like that here. Friends, family, and everything else. And we've got the word of God. And I have to be reminded, right? And I have to remind myself that it's just a season. Because God is bigger than your problems. God is greater than your sin. Somebody ought to be yelling in here right now. God is greater than your sin. Do you believe that? Absolutely. Dude, we ain't even on the sheet, man. I know, you know what? I write it down, but I just go with what God has. Because sometimes I think we need to hear that. We need to understand that regardless of what we're going through, it might look bad. It might be bad. You might have blown it. It might be pointing back at you. Yes. But you know what? If we can look upward and allow his love to come inward, then we can display him outward. Upward, inward, outward. What does that make? It makes a cross, doesn't it? We can be a mirror of Christ even in the midst of the storm. Amen? That's what I pray today that we see. So let's take a look at this. I had a little something on my handout. I said, may the love of the Lord captivate your heart, heal your wounds, and empower your life. Do you ever feel like, man, I just don't have nothing left? Man, I just don't have nothing else. Is it because you gave up or because you poured it all out? It's a difference, right? So I pray that you're coming in here today to get filled up. But don't wait all week, okay? Because we got a class on Tuesday. But also... Feed on the word of God every day. Yourself encounter Christ every day. Because you guys, how many, let's see, how many people have been here for a year? How many people have been here for two years? How many people have been here for three years? How many people have been with us for 10 years? Right? Amen. <laughs> just like this. <laughs> just like this. You know? Guess what? We go through different seasons. We go through different times. But you know what? God's still God, and he's still on your side. Amen? That's what I want you to hear. Let's keep on rolling. Hit me, Tim. You're doing a fine job up there. He'll break the chains all the time. Man, I got to pick it up now. All right. Talking about with the T, I got truth, training, and testimony. Anybody got some good testimonies? We'll save them till the end. That's be good. We're ready. Look at this. I said, you got me, Tim? Thanks. You know what's so cool about the truth? You can tell that was inspired, didn't you? What's so cool about the truth, buddy? Here we go. I said it never changes. It's constant. You can try and bend it, stretch it, manipulate it. But the minute you do that, you're not dealing with the truth anymore. 
The truth stands firm on its own. And that's a good thing because in a world that's so dark, that constantly bends and bruises and twists it so much, we need to be able to discern what is right and what steps to take. Let's go to the next one. Look at this. Psalm 119, 105. Woo! Let's read that together. Y'all ready? Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Mm. Let me ask you a question here. You know what? Does his word help you make some good decisions if we really apply it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It guides us. It protects us. It strengthens us. And yes, even corrects us. And unfortunately, many folks go through life driving blind. What do you mean? They leave the word shut. They leave the word shut. So what are they basing their decisions on? Self? Government? What he said, she said? If you go to the source, wouldn't you think that'd probably be the best, best way to do that? I know we don't always do that. I'm just trying to give us a path, amen? I'm trying to give us a workout schedule here on this, on this part two of Are You Healthy, amen? Let's keep on rolling. Let's keep on rolling. So I'm looking at it. I said, don't misunderstand me. I said, we're not talking about working and all that for salvation because if anybody's been in this room here, anytime they know that we are saved by grace, not that of ourselves, it's a gift to God, amen? It's a gift. How many people got the gift of salvation? Good, I love that. And if you don't, guess what? God's got it for you today, man. Don't leave here without it. So what'd you do to get it? Woo, I love it. Y'all bless my heart. What'd you do to get it? Nothing. Because then it wouldn't be grace. Then it would be works. It's not about works. It's about Jesus and, he, and what his finished work is. Amen. So, so let's keep on rolling here. I got a few more things in my notes. I said, we understand that it's totally about grace. I said, but anything we do, we need to grow in. Just like your child. They don't have to work to be your son or your daughter. They are because they are, right? I was thinking about this here. We need to train our children up, right? We talked about that scripture a while back. Think back. It probably, you know, we got a, we got a, a wide variety of, of ages here. In school, did they teach finances when anybody was coming through? Yeah. That's a good thing, Jess. It's a little late. They should have probably started back before 2008. I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> right. but, but you know what? When I went to school, they did a little bit. I had a, I had a class that was called ICT, Industrial Cooperative Training. What they did, they trained me how to, to get a job, what to wear, what to say, fill out this stuff, yes sir, no sir, all those things, how to write a check, how to do my, my, my taxes. And that carried me on through because for some reason, I just thought it was going to be a great idea to just move out like before I even got out of school. What was I thinking, man? What was I thinking? But the good thing I knew at least that I could write the checks. I didn't have much money in there, but I knew how to write it, right? So they were training me up. So I had talked to Thomas and stuff. I said, hey, boy, you ever write a check? No, man, I didn't write no check. This one is about 17 or so. I said, man, dad's got a little something for you today. You remember this time? I used to always sit in our dining room and put the bills out there and start writing. Praying and writing. Anybody do that? Praying and writing, writing checks? Amen? That's good. Lord, you're going to stretch this or shorten the month. I don't care which one you're going to do. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> He's awesome, isn't he? So I take my June bug senior. I said, well, come on over here. And I said, this is how it works, buddy. This is what you're getting ready to launch into. You ready? This is how much we got. And this is how much is going out. And here's your calendar, and here's the checkbook. 
You see that cable bill? Wow. Yeah. See that water bill? Yeah. You ought to visit Alexa and wash over her house. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> see the grocery bill? Definitely go over Alexa's house. No. And so we start looking at these things. And so what I did, I got him to write everyone out. And I signed it. Everyone out. I said, so this right here is what we got left. And that's got to last all week. Wow. And we're blessed. But you better have a budget, amen? Because if not, the budget is going to have you. Just a little side note about being good stewards, about being aware, and things like that. So I, I, I tried to train him in those things. Right? Total side note. The other day, he called me. He goes, Dad, now he's out of college. He's working. And I said, you got a budget? I got a budget, Dad. I got a budget. I said, that's good. Am I in the budget? No. <laughs> I said, hey, man, what about me? So he says this. He says, my Xbox is messed up. He said, I called the factory, and I think they wanted $70 to fix it, but I could buy a new one for 80 So I said, I think I'd buy a new one for 80 He goes, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I said, you're going to get that tonight? He goes, oh, no. I said, why? He says, not in my budget. See, he could go get one. But the training in that, you see what I'm saying? Even in the money, that's a good thing. Training in the word is a good thing. When you got on your job, did you know everything the first day? No. Are you still learning? Amen. That's a good thing. We're still learning. I just, I kind of just took that little walk there because you know what? We need to train our children in that. You wouldn't want to send them out there and they don't know how to write a check or what's going on with a checkbook or what's going on or any accountability or anything like that. But so many times, we'll send them out and never give them anything in the word of God. How much more important is that? I'd say a whole lot. Let's keep on going. Can you hit me, Tim? We need training. Let's talk about that for just a second. I said, I said it already. I said, when you first got on your job, you didn't know everything. I know I didn't. I'm learning all the time. And half the things that I know, I probably already forgot. That's why it's good to do what? Go back to the basics. When I talked to my friend, I let him talk, and he was telling me what was going on in his life. And I was just listening and praying and listening and praying and listening and praying and everything. And you know, most of the time, people have the answer. They just need to hear themselves say it. Did you know that? I found that out. And a lot of times they don't really want your input unless it lines up with theirs. But my friend was honest and when he asked that, he says, don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me what I need to know. But don't have all the answers. So me and my friend went to the Lord and we prayed. And you know what the Lord said? Go back to your first love. Go back to the basics. Go back to Jesus. See, we get out there, we're working and we're doing and we're all these things and we're trying to figure this out. And we got these tasks and we got these things going and the life kicks in and all these things kick in. And guess what we forget about our first love? We live Jesus on the front porch at the church. He wants to go with you. Amen. It costs him his very best to come here, right? When you take him with you. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. So many things here. I just want to, I'm going to read through some of this here. Hmm. Let's go ahead and hit the next one, Tim. I talked about this scripture. It's a great one. Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, or she. Even when, I'll say they, when they're older, they will not depart from that. Aren't you glad for many people? How many people, let me ask you this, how many people grew up going to church? That's, that's wonderful, isn't it? And even if you didn't have all the pieces of the puzzle, you still got a little bit of foundation. How many people didn't go to church? For most of their life. Amen. Amen. 
Aren't you glad God's not afraid to start right where you are? We might be, but he's not. He'll start where, right where you are. I, I get to thinking about that sometimes. It's just so, so amazing what God wants to do and what he does do. But this is what drives me crazy. I use that checkbook story for, for, so I could get to this. Y'all ready? So many times you talk to people, and I really scratch my head, but you got to love them where they're at. They're, they might go to church, and they leave their kids home. Or they might drop their kids off on the front porch, and they go back to sleep. Or they might not even go uh, do any of that and have a neighbor or somebody else take them right now. Let me say, train up a child in the way they should go. Should we be that example? Now, you know what? We're not always the best example of mom and dad. We're still walking through this thing, too. But you know what? I want to encourage you to bring your child to church. Because why? Because then at least they got a foundation. Amen? At least they got a foundation. All right? Had a guy. This just blew me away. I talked to a guy. He'd been coming here for three years. Going to come here for three years. All right? He said, I'm a Christian. My wife is not. And my little girl's asking a lot of questions and she needs to get into something. She needs to get into something. But you told me you were a Christian, right? You told, so when you say, when you're telling me that you're a Christian, that means that you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the Lord, that there's one way to heaven, it's all about Jesus. And you should know his word, it says train up a child in the way they should go. So what, what are you doing, rock, paper, scissors, see what she believes? Are you going to gamble with your child's life like that? For, for, for eternity? And then we wonder why all this stuff goes bloom. Let me just say this. I know that there's moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandparents, everything else, that we do our very best. And kids still have choice to make. I will tell you this. Let's go with this last thing. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Let's hold on to that. Because if you've given them the tools, I'm trusting God with his word that he'll draw them back to him. You hear what I'm saying? Can you imagine? I don't know exactly how it's going to be. Can you imagine when you get there at heaven and you're looking around? Woo! It's going to be amazing. You don't know if your kid's going to be there? Your neighbor's going to be there? Your wife's going to be there? Your friend's going to be there? Ultimately, it is their decision. However... You have been called to share the message. Amen. Been called to share the message. See, even though sometimes when we're working out, it's a little tough. That might be a little tough to swallow, but it's the truth. Amen. Why would I know the remedy for your disease? They go, oh yeah, that's cool. Why? What part of that would be Christ-like? Why would I, why would I just say, yeah, well, you know, they got to do what they got to do. Wouldn't I? Have that burden for the lost and for his word and say, hey, look, man, I've been wanting to talk to you. Just want to let you know if you ever want to talk about the things of God. I don't know it all, but I do know Jesus. And he is it all. I just want to tell you that he loves you. Just be that, 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 that link in the chain. I know there's folks that are sitting here and say, I've done that, I've done that. Then you know what? Let God take care of it. Let God take care. Trust God for the final results. But you know what? I don't want to get there and go, yeah, I forgot to tell them. I'm here though. 
Have you, have you ever have you ever went to a party or something like that or, or did something and, and you're there and you really wish your friends were there? But you didn't have a chance to call them or you didn't take a chance to call them or they couldn't make it. And you get there and it's like, man, I just wish, you know, Joe and Fred and Margaret and Butch were here. Man, it would be so good. Man, we don't want our friends to miss out on the greatest thing there is. An encounter with Christ. Eternal life with Jesus. You know what? We got a part to play. The truth is, his word will not come back void. Amen? The training is, you know what? We're going to train up a child. We're going to train up ourselves. So many times, I want to go back to this again. It drives me crazy. How much is at stake that you won't impart what you're sharing with your children? I'm not talking about making sure they got it and everything else. Exposing them to the word of the Lord. Loving them in the Lord. You know? It's pretty amazing. My mom's, I've been living with my mom or she's been living with me about the last three or four weeks. It's funny how things change. I have to put her in bed like this. But every night, praying over my mama. Every night, with that little doughboy headband on. You know why? Because it matters, right? So don't think it's just for you because sometimes it turns around. As you live long enough, sometimes the whole role reversal splits. It changes, right? And that's okay. Because I want her to know my boy's praying for me every day. Church praying for me every day. Isn't that something? Isn't that good to know? Isn't that good to know? I don't care how old you get. I don't care how sick you get. I don't care how wounded you get. If you can connect the dots of that right there, that somebody loves me enough to take time to pray for me, let me tell you, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Let's go back to our prayer. Lord, give us a heart for your word. If we have a heart for the word, we have a heart for Jesus because he is the word. And guess what? He wants us to love one another. He wants us to make a difference in life. And let me tell you, so many times, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for, for, for older folks because what happens is so many times, people sometimes they get going on with their own thing. And they think, oh, they just, oh, they don't make a difference. Let me tell you, they made a difference in your life, whether it's your mama, your grandmama, or the guy down the street. Yesterday, I went into Taylor's and they had the veterans out there, right? And stuff like that. He didn't even have to ask me anything. Before I got I said, hey, man, let me, let me, let me uh, do a little something here. And the guy said, appreciate I said, no, 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 no. I appreciate what you've done. I didn't get into politics. I didn't get into this and that or all that. I appreciate the sacrifice. You know what? Because now... For the time being, we live in a place that's pretty free, isn't it? Look in the news. There's people all over the world losing their life. Their children are losing their life for just saying the name of Jesus. Man, we got to rise up. And I don't mean unruly. I mean stand up and stand on the word. Are we training up and being healthy in what God has for us? Everybody doing good? Hit me one more time, Tim. Thanks. Testimony. You know, a lot of times when you talk to somebody about a testimony, you can tell where their heart is. You want to know how your heart is? If I tell you a testimony like this, well, I used to do this and I used to do this and now look at me. Look at me and look at me. Isn't it amazing? See, a testimony is going, it's going to be about God in you, for you, and through you. It's pointing praise to the Savior. See? Yeah, sometimes people say, oh, I was this and I was this and I was this and this and this and this. And then God come in and say, Man. I like to flip that, you know. I like to say, hey, you know what? This is where I was. This is where I'm at. 
and I'm still not where I need to be, but I qualify in Christ. How about you? That's what it's all about. Qualifying in Christ. I say this every week. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Is that a good thing or what? All the time. I want to go back and give the Lord a testament. That's why each week we shut it all down and we take a few minutes to see what God's doing in your life because it's important. It's good to be able to express that. Some people say, well, I just don't feel. That's okay. But we want to give you the opportunity. A lot of times people say they don't step out because they don't have the opportunity. You know what? There's a lot of opportunities to shine for Christ outside that door. Amen? And there's a lot inside too. Just want you to know that. So the testimony is not about you. It's about where God has brought you. It's about what God's doing in you, for you, and through you. So who's getting all the praise and glory? God. Lift your eyes, lift your hands, lift your heart to the one who gave it all, man. That's pretty amazing. Are you healthy? Are you healthy? Are you healthy? Let's keep on rolling. What you got next, Tim? Well, one of the things I see in that, we're going to get to the H. Y'all ready? Everybody hanging tight still? Oh, that's all right. The buffet will still be open. Honor the Lord. I said, give God your best. I talked about my friend that did that job. Man, let's just do what we can do. When I think about that, I said, when you give unto the Lord, does, does that ever cross your mind, giving to all you can do on your job? In your family. Yeah, but sometimes we got to choke it down, right? In your praise. Oh, watch your feet now, because I don't hardly ever, 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 ever even talk about money. But I'm going to talk about it for a minute, because I want to click on our hearts right here. We talked about what? Our job, our family. We've been doing ministry for three and a half years. We ain't never passed a hat once. God's good. This time he tells you every week there's an opportunity to give into the things of the Lord. Amen. We appreciate that. Here's the thing. Heart condition. When we give, do we give God our very best? In service? In praise? In the offering? Think about it. I'm, just, I'm not judging. I'm just think about it. What, what do we do? If we're really, are we honoring God? Okay, okay, well, here, whatever. Or we just check the box off. The only reason I'm saying that is, let's check our hearts. Let's check our hearts. Not just showing up, going through the motions. I'm talking about it in every aspect. You know? And if you really, that, just this is the last thing I'm going to say about this. Really, we got some company there. Come on in here, brother. We got room. But really, what happens so many times is we just go, yeah, check the box. Let's not be a check the box Christian. Amen? Let's be a living large for Christ. Amen. Right on cue, brother. Come on in the house. God is good. Amen. Let's show God that he matters in our life, in every aspect of our life. And when you blow it in one facet of that, ask for forgiveness and get back up. That's the only way I can move forward. Lord, blew it. Help me. Help me. Let's keep moving on. Well, guess what? That rolls right into our next thing here because we got to humble ourselves. Honor God. Humble ourselves. Amen. Give the Lord the proper place in your life. I said, do we seek him first? Do we realize our dependence upon him? Draw close to the Lord, he will draw close to you. See, I believe that that honors God when we realize, Lord, I need you. Right? He already knows it. But when you come to the realization that you know it, guess what? God gets displayed in your life in a way that no, no other way would happen. Because what happens is our heart is cultivated by the truth of his word. We humble ourselves before the Lord. Humble. How many know that I really had, I didn't realize this till years and years later. 
I used to think humble meant weak. How many of you, do you know somebody that's very humble, but they ain't weak? Jesus was humble. He said, I only do it, but I see the Father doing. That's why I wanted him to do that song. And that's one of my favorite songs that they do together. Will you go around and go what you say I'll say? That's why I don't sing on that one. <laughs> but, but think about that. He watched what the Father did. He only did what the Father did. Man, let's get our eyes off of self, honor God, humble ourselves, and then let's go and help others as we reflect Christ. Amen? Let's help others. I said, I pray that we reflect a healthy church to the community, that, that they know us by our love of the Lord, that you know what, that we're compassionate, that we're forgiven, that we're filled with grace and boldness for the gospel of Christ. But it all comes down to this. What do you got, Tim? It comes down to you. And it comes down to me. What do you got here? A little message from God. How will you respond to today's message? See, that's the whole thing. How are you going to apply what we talked about today? What is it that God showed you in your life from this message today that you can apply right here, right now, when you walk out of this place? What are you going to take with you? I always say, what's your takeaway? What's your takeaway? You know, you have a choice. You can respond or not. Either way, you're either going to move forward or you're going to move backwards. Amen? What's the old thing I, I said a lot? You know, I talked to a guy one time. said, man, he was on the fence. For, he was on the fence. You know, the Lord over here and the world over here. He's walking on that fence. You ever feel like that? He said, but something happened in my life. I said, what happened? He said, I found out the devil owned the fence. So I jumped on over with Jesus. <laughs> I said, that's a good word. See, you can try. He goes, oh, man, I'm going to do this right here. You're on that fence. But if the devil owns the fence, you don't want that, do you? Jump over with Jesus. I pray today that our choice is, you know what? Lord, take me as I am. Make a difference in my life. Father, help me to make a difference. Look at this. What is God showing you? I'm being very poignant with this, man. I want, I want you guys to grab hold of this and, and have something, whether you write it down, whether you, God uh, reveals it in your heart, something that you can sink your teeth in before you go today. It's probably something different for each person. It's probably something different what God is showing each person here. You know? But I'm confident that the Lord is speaking to us. Do you come expecting to hear from God? Do you come expecting hearing a word from your heavenly father? Because you know what? He says we can come boldly to the throne of grace, right? We never get a busy signal with the Lord. Sometimes we don't hear as clear as we'd like to, maybe because we got too much going on in our world. But when we quiet our spirit and we seek the Lord, he said, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Is that a promise of life? Man, God is not hiding from anyone. Amen? Sometimes he might stand back a little bit and let us get to a point where we really depend on him. And sometimes that's a really tough spot. But I'm here to tell you that he's there. I'm here to tell you that he'll never leave us and forsake us. So, how will you live a healthy, vibrant life for the Lord? Let's hit the next one. Let me give you a scripture to stand on. John 15, 5. We know that very well. Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, amen, and I in you, you will bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. How do we do that? How, how do we have a, a vibrant life? We stay close to the Lord, right? We stay close to the word of the Lord. 
We continue to pray. We continue to encourage one another in the Lord. How do we stay healthy? Stay close to that fruit tree, amen? That's what we want you to see today. Let's go ahead and look at this last one here. I want us to read this. Y'all ready? One, two, three, let's read. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to one. Let me ask you, are you healthy? Are you healthy? And what I mean by that is this is what we want to know. You know, are we honoring God? Are we humble in self? Are we helping others? This is not a message on works. It's a message that pours out of a heart that knows Jesus. Do you know him today? Do you know him today? Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for each one here. I thank you, Lord, that you know what? You are more than enough. I pray that everyone comes here today that knows for sure 100% that heaven's their home. I pray that they, if they're here today or maybe listening on the internet later on, if they don't know that, Lord, you take this message right here and just grow it in their hearts. Everybody needs a Savior, but there's only one, and his name is Jesus. I pray that you meet him here today. You say, what must I do to be saved? The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. If you believe that, let me say amen. Let me hear you. Yeah. But he says the free gift of God is eternal life through that of Jesus Christ. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. For you to open that gift, you got to grab it by faith. Will you put your faith and trust in him today? If you're here and you say, but I've already did it. I've called on the name of Jesus. Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Today I'm trusting you. I believe that you're the son of God. Lord, it takes away the sin of the world. I believe that you've done that. Praise God if you hadn't. And that's your prayer today. Don't leave here today without saying, you know what? I prayed that prayer with Pastor Buddy. And I'm a new creature in Christ. Amen. That's awesome. Maybe you're sitting here and say, man, I've been walking with the Lord for quite a while. And I've walked away from the Lord. I've walked back with the Lord. I made some bad decisions. Well, guess what? Join the crew. Join the crew. Because let me tell you, anybody you see in the Bible has done the same thing. And God is in the restoring business. Aren't you glad he's in the restoring business? Thank you, Lord. Today, I pray, Lord, that we quiet our hearts and see the grace of God through the Son of God for each one of us. Father God, I know I missed the mark many times. But Lord... We can never exhaust your love or your grace or your mercy. Help us to realize that even on our worst day, you love us. Help us to understand unconditional love and let us show it. Help us receive the forgiveness that you gave us and then pass it on to somebody else. And when we do that, help us to forgive ourselves as well. Father God, I thank you. Help us to be healthy in mind, spirit, soul. Father, meet us here today. Transform our hearts. Father, I pray as, as we, we just take a minute to just think about what you've shown us over the last couple of weeks as we walk through this journey with you, that you continue to cultivate our hearts.
forgive our shortcomings and lavishly pour your grace over each and every one here. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. Absolutely. Mm. I pray today as we go through the message that, you know, you really think about what, what is my takeaway? You know, when I start studying the Bible, somebody told me this, if you ask the wrong question, you, you're not going to get the answer you want. And so when I look at studying the Bible, I, I start looking at things It's like, who's Jesus talking to? What was going on at the time? Okay. How does that apply to my life? So, so when you come in, take those same questions when we're, when we're doing the message. How does that apply to my life? And I, I pray today that you know what you say, you know, Lord, what is it that you want me to glean from that message today that I can apply right here, right now? And what I find is, if we just keep it simple, God does amazing work in our life. Little is much with Christ in it. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Let's stand and let's praise the Lord. Amen.